This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Hey, we're back. You're on the block, ESPN Radio. Happy Monday, everybody. So glad to have you here. A lot to get into. We're going to talk some recruiting with our buddy Mike McAllister coming up at 520. We're going to go on the blind side coming up. More on uh, the NFL and college football weekend and all the busy happenings on a Monday. My Red Sox got a win last night. But uh, a pleasure as always. Ladies and gents, he joins us from time to time here on the block, and always great to get the opportunity to bring on the athletic director at Syracuse University, and John Wildhack is back with us here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Now, typically we've got classic rock as the bump leading into you. That was a little more modern, John, a little Foo Fighters. You into the Foo, or what's the deal there? You know, it's, uh, I'm not into the Foo, but it's good, Brent. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Give you a solid B plus. Yeah, and you, I like the creativity, like the diversity in your you music go. taste. There you go. You got to oh, appeal. To, you got to appeal to those millennials, John. You know how it goes. You're dealing with that uh, uh, daily these days, it, it seems. But you would love the food yeah. if you like classic rock. Boom. Yeah, you you would definitely love the food. That's for sure. How are you? Good to talk to you, sir. What's been happening, man? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing great. How are you? I am great. At you guys. Your bye weekend was perfect because it, it tied in with my anniversary. I got to take my wife up to Lake Placid for the weekend, score some husband points. It was a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Bank bank those points as long as you can, Brent. Really <laughs> important. Bank those. Uh, happy, you, can never, you can never have too many, right? That's right. Happy wife, happy life. I'm a big believer in that. That's that's very Amen. Clear. Amen. So a great weekend. Hope you had a great time. And I know that you were at the ACC meetings last week. I want to ask you about that. But so much happening a uh, football team coming out of the bye. Basketball is in the air as well. Uh, I do want to start, though. There was a little bit of Carrier Dome news last week, John. You put out some kind of some, you know, met with the city, and here's kind of what it's going to look like. And it seems like we've got a little more progress in the Carrier Dome uh, arena to, to discuss. What's what's kind of new that you can tell people about there? Yeah, it was nice uh, last week because it was another big, you know, significant step forward when the uh, when the city planning commission approved the uh, – the stadium roof uh, replacement application. So it's another step in the process, but it's an important step. And, um, you know, as each day passes, you know, this project uh, comes to fruition and comes to life a little bit more each day. So it's uh, it's exciting. Now, it's a return out of the bye week for the football team in the Dome this week, and they're 4-2 and two sitting here at the midway point, and you get that bye, as we mentioned, it right at the exact midway point of the season. So, what are your kind of middle of the road thoughts here on this football team, and what do you expect going forward? Well, I think if if we went back to when they were when the team reported August first, and we'd all said, "All right, you know what? Half the season in, six weeks in, we're going to be four and two. I think the vast majority of our fan base would have said, "You know what? Sign us up for that." You know, including a dominant win over Florida State. So I think it's been a good first half of the season. Obviously, you know, we're two fourth down stops away from being 6-0. and But you know, I, think, uh, I think we made a lot of progress. The bye week came at the right time. You know, a chance for, uh, for, uh, for kids to get healthy, to heal up the bumps, the bruises, et cetera, that type of thing. And we've got, you know, we've got six left. And the reality is, you know, Every game in the, in the conference, and I'm going to put Notre Dame in that 
I'm going to put them in that bucket, Brent, um, since they play five ACC games a year. Sure. I mean, every game is going to be competitive, and we've got to play. Yeah, we've got to play really well. But I think this team has shown, you know, that we can compete and and hang with anybody. And clearly, we did that. Uh, we did that at Clemson, and you know, I would hope our our fans. The first three home games have been fantastic. You know, I hope they come out in force for North Carolina and North Carolina State. We need our fans. You know, when that place is loud, it makes a, it makes a difference. There's no question. And the fans have been there; have been great. We just need more of them. And again, I think you know the fan enhancements that we introduced going back to uh, to week one, whether it's cues in the quad, your know, ride share, um, discounted concessions pregame, that type of thing. You know, we've really worked hard to make the fan experience better. The feedback we received from our fans has been terrific. So we need the, we need the dumb rocket at twelve twenty on Saturday. John, while we're on the sub, I've got two things there while we're on the subject of fans. One, it wouldn't hurt to remind uh, fans out there those beautiful, clear TK99 bags that you can bring into the game. That's going to be the standard policy pretty soon here. For a few weeks, it's been flexible. You've been letting people know about this. But we're getting to that point where it's like, no, this is what you have to do. So let's remind fans about that clear bag policy at the Dome. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a clear bag policy, um, and it's really consistent with what's done at every athletic venue across the country now, and we've seen it in our three road games. So it's a clear bag policy. You can pick them up at the, at the bookstore. You can get them on the quad pregame. TK99 has been kind enough to, uh, to, to sponsor them. And all you do is you put your personal belongings in the clear bag, and it actually expedites the time for you to get into the dome. So it's a, it's a quicker entrance into the dome, so... Not only it's it's it it makes it more efficient. It makes it easier for our security folks. And again, it's done across the country. So you know we will look to you know to enforce that a little bit more stringent um, this weekend with the North Carolina game. So just make sure you you have the clear bag and you're ready and you're set to go and you'll get in the dome quicker than before. You mentioned those fan enhancements and the things on the quad and some of the things that you mentioned. And it's only been a few home games. And I know you're constantly evaluating that. But what do you feel like is the most significant feedback you've gotten from fans, both positive and negative, in that and how you're addressing it? I think Houston the quad has been has been an absolute hit with our fans. Um, and, and attendance has been terrific, and it's grown in each game. And you know, if anything, you know, we've we've got to put some more staff in there um, to make sure that we take care of our fans and patrons. And that's obviously a really good problem to have. Um, and we have you know we have other games. We have three screens in there. Now this Saturday will be college game day since we're a twelve twenty kick. But I think that's been a hit. Um, having a, a, an official drop off and pick up for ride share has been a real hit. The pregame concessions as well. I think probably the biggest you know the biggest piece of feedback is is you know the sound system in the dome. It's it's challenging, right? The acoustics are challenging. So the kind of the in game presentation that we're doing with. You know, with, with Tanisha and James and uh, and Lisa, um, I think it's been good, but the acoustics does make it a challenge. John Wildhack is our guest. He's the athletic director at Syracuse University. John, uh, today we learned that the Syracuse NC State game, to jump past North Carolina for a moment here, got that six-day window. And you would know this as well as anybody, having come from ESPN. You know, the good news there is there's a lot of interest in that game, and that's why ESPN put the six-day hold on it, because... You know, they want to see what happens this weekend and really put that in a prime slot. We know it'll be either on ESPN or ABC regardless. I guess the bad news there is I think fans get frustrated because they want to know what time the game is. So how do you right. balance those two things out? 
You know, it's hard and it's, it is, you know, it's tough on our fans and, and, you know, we appreciate that. And, you know, but the six day picks, I mean, ESPN uses them. They use them in the ACC. They use them in the SEC, the Pac-12, the Big 12, the Big 10. And, you know, when you're playing well and you're an attractive game, you know, one of the things that's going to happen from time to time is you will be a six day. And that's exactly the case, you know, where, where we are. If we were, if we were two and four, you know, we'd be playing at twelve twenty, and it'd be on a re, you know be regional sports network. So you know, the fact that we're four and two, uh, NC State's at Clemson this week. Obviously, a huge game for them. There's real interest in our game. I mean, that could be you know, our game against. And I don't want to look ahead, right? But it could be a pivotal game for both clubs. And with that, I wasn't surprised at all uh, that ESPN exercised the six day pick. So yeah, we uh, we shouldn't look ahead too much. I mean, I I can, but yeah, I guess you're in the window of maybe uh, Coach, <laughs> Coach Babers might slap you on the hand if if you're looking ahead. Uh, North Carolina is not only a, a game out of the bye week and a game we'll all be looking at to see how the Orange respond to that loss to Pittsburgh. It's also homecoming weekend. What kind of things do you have planned around that, John? You know, there's all kinds of things on campus. Really starting on Thursday, and I just you know, I, I encourage our fans to come up early to the game on Saturday. There'll be a tremendous amount of, you know, kind of foot traffic on campus, but there's, you know, there's all kinds of celebrations, and I think it'll be a really, you know, really, really festive uh, festive weekend and festive day on Saturday. We're hosting a reception Friday afternoon here at Manly uh, for our, our alumni, student athletes, and their families who are coming back. That's always fun to see, and I know our numbers, I, I was in a meeting today, uh, the number of our alums who responded, they're coming back from homecoming, is up over 200 versus last year and almost double from two years ago. Wow. Very cool. So it's, you know, I mean, you know, we're talking in the thousands. You know, over 2,000 alums are coming back. So it'll be pretty neat. It'll be a great vibe on campus. So football is in the air and some other fall sports that we'd like to discuss, of course. But, you know, basketball's knocking on the door. It was media day and the orange-white scrimmage on Friday. The women's team scrimmaged over the weekend. So Coach Beheim and Coach Q squads are, are getting into the conversation a little bit. Big recruiting get for the orange last night as well. So a basketball right there on the tip of everybody's tongue as well. And, you know, look, when you get five starters back from a Sweet 16 team, I think that kind of sets the bar and, it shows you what this team is, is certainly capable of. What are your early thoughts on, on basketball this year, John? Yeah, I think there's a lot. There's, there's tremendous interest, and you're right. You have all five starters back, and after how we finished the, the year last year, we made the run in the tournament. So um, there's expectations, and I think that's great. Um, you want expectations. That means people think a lot of – think highly of your team. Um, and I think the five that are coming back, plus you know having you know, you know uh, Barama healthy – um, you know, then you add, you know, you add in uh, Elijah, who had to sit out last year, who's a really good player, really good shooter. Um, Jalen Carey, you know, obviously, you know, he tweaked the ankle a little bit on Friday night. Um, Buddy, I mean, Buddy, Buddy's a, he's a good player. He's a tremendous shooter. So, you know, I think there's going to be a lot more versatility on this roster and give our coaching staff more options than they than they've had uh, certainly than they had last year. John, now what are some of the other highlights of some fall sports we should know about uh, happening around campus as we get into mid-October and truly feel that fall weather creeping into central New York? Yeah, it is. And, well, I think, you know, soccer, men's soccer had a great win uh, a week ago Friday night when we uh, defeated number one Wake Forest at home. 
and I was really happy because they've had so many, so many close matches. So that was a huge win. Um, then they bounced back and won a couple nights later against Ohio State, and they had a draw at Louisville on Friday. Um, you know, one-one draw there. So men's soccer is playing well. Volleyball's had a really good year. Tough loss uh, yesterday versus Florida State in a five-setter. But you know, volleyball has a ch- they have a chance to make make the tournament. Um, and I don't remember. I'm not sure we've ever made the tournament, the NCAA tournament in volleyball. We're six and two in the ACC. We got a couple big matches coming up this weekend. North Carolina is coming in. Um, so you know, volleyballs. You know, volleyball is. Um, you know, they're, they're they're playing really really well. You know, field hockey. The ACC is the best field hockey conference in the country. We had a couple good wins at home last week. Um, tough road loss at Wake Forest yesterday. Uh, but I think overall, you know, we're competing and we're competing well. And again, um, you know, the ACC. You know, people you look at the ACC, and I get it. People think, oh, you know, men's basketball, women's basketball, football. The ACC is really good across the board. It's as good as any conference in the country. And I think we're doing. A, I think our teams are doing a really good job. Of uh, of acquitting themselves well. Uh, for selfish reasons, I'd like to come over and, and interview Ange Bradley at some point, John, because my daughter's playing field hockey, and I have no idea what I'm watching. So I really need to learn what's happening. So I think uh, Ange is going to get a, a knock on her door for me sometime soon. And it'll be great come on because over, cause, you know, Ange, you know, Ange, Ange will spend some time with you, Brent. Absolutely. You'll walk out, and you know what? You'll have a PhD in, <laughs> uh, in field hockey when you get there done you with go. Ange. She's she's fantastic. And, she and her staff do do a great great job, and they deserve the spotlight as well. And maybe I'll learn a little something uh, while we're over there as well. Uh, John, the, so much going on: football, fall sports, hoops, homecoming. It's it's a great time of year for Syracuse athletics. Hope everything goes well for you this upcoming weekend. Always appreciate your time, and, and thanks for joining us today, my friend. My pleasure, Brent. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you Saturday. We'll talk to you soon, John. That's John Wildhack. He's the athletic director at Syracuse University, which you knew that already.